Okay, Ron. Thank you so much. And uh, the study tonight is 162 in what we've entitled Wisdom. And then we're still using uh, Brother Jack Everly's uh, Workman's Interlinear. And we're down to the last two verses of 1 Timothy. And uh, once we do them, we're going to go to Titus. I'm going to jump over 2 Timothy because I'll do it last. And, uh, but, uh, that's the way I, I want to do it now. We'll, we'll do the end, look at the introduction to, uh, finish up our few minutes here of looking at, uh, at Titus. And, uh, when we get through these two. So, we've got the last two verses that that Paul is laying on Timothy here. And uh, one of them has got a little bit of of Scripture that goes with it, and the other one's just got one verse or... uh, Yeah, one verse of Scripture there in the last verse. And... uh, But Paul here is... He's been instructing Timothy down through all these weeks and months that we've been doing this here and he has come to realize and understand I think that his time is getting short and the fact that uh, maybe people are just not hanging on to this new word that Paul has been given here to give to his people that uh Maybe that they should be a little more fervent in dealing with, but, uh, you know, that's, I think that kind of goes along with scripture as a whole anyway, and, and some people, so, but we'll, we'll read the last two verses, just like we've been doing out of the King James and then doing our notes and seeing what, and seeing what the Koine Greek has to do in it. So in verse 20, First uh, Timothy 6, it says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science f- falsely so-called. And, uh, and then I, I did my notes on it here, and then we'll read the Koine Greek and the Scripture on that. And it says, O Timothy, and I put in my notes, see to this. And it says, keep, and keep there uh, gives you the understanding of guard, to guard something, that which is important, or that which is valuable. Or that which is needed on a daily basis. O Timothy, keep or guard that which is committed or that that has been put into your trust. Because this is what Paul has been doing with Timothy. Timothy has not been with Paul. Paul had left Timothy uh, earlier. 
in 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 the book or in the epistle to uh, take care of things where they had been and make sure that people didn't get into any bad teachings or things like that. So, to Timothy now, it really is that trust or that that which is your deposit. Or that it was the teachings regarding the mystery of First Timothy three sixteen, and it also says avoid profane and vain babblings. Those things from the holy, unholy side of the conflict that we find ourselves in with uh, between this war with Satan and with God. And that the things that we have been shown and committed to was something that needed to be guarded, uh, kept, took care of, but shared. And it needed to be be shared with others that we uh, had the opportunity to do. And then he talks about the vain babblings and oppositions, the antithesis uh, of science or concerning science and uh, knowledge and understanding falsely so-called there. Because science can be something that could be delved into in many different ways and angles according to the person doing the teaching. And so that's another thing that uh, Timothy needed to be reminded of, that that was where he was left to take care of the things that way in the other place where he's at. And, and Paul is, is bringing that back to his attentions again. And so there's uh, three or four places here that we're going to look at. But let's see what Jack says about it. And what uh, verse 20 says in, out of the Koine Greek. And it says this, O Timothy, the deposit committed keep. Avoid the profane, empty babblings and oppositions of falsely named knowledge. That's how it come out in the Koine Greek. Okay. Keep the committed deposit. Avoid profane, empty babblings and oppositions of falsely named knowledge. That's the way it kind of comes out to a more closer uh Dealing with the with the King James version, and then Jack's notes are this: Timothy was given a deposit of truth, which is the mystery. He was told simply, "Keep this deposit." These were the sound words of Paul concerning his ministry of the mystery. 
And this had been passed on to Timothy. 2 Timothy 2.2 Timothy was to avoid the babblings of the Gnostics and others who verily erudically argued from their limited human knowledge the great truths addressed accurately by the word. And Jack says, this being the case, the presence of knowledge from the earthly teachers are of no value to such a one as Timothy or to anybody member who essays to bring forth the truths of God's word. And so that's Jack's notes there that goes along with this verse of Scripture and very aptly put, I thought. But there's three or four places that we want to look at here, and it won't take very long to do that. So turn with me back to Colossians 2. Uh, Colossians 2.8. Uh, let's see what goes with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got it on page 1785. But it's... Well, it's 2.8 and it says that in verse 18. So I guess there's two places we need to look at here. Colossians 2.8 says this, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy or vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And so let's see what 18 says. And it says this, Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together, increased with the increase of God. So, there's two warnings there, and, and you got stuff that goes with that. Okay? Now, let's go to Second Timothy. And Second Timothy, and like we said before, Lots of times when we get done with First Timothy, we get we went over quite a lot in Second Timothy also. In Second Timothy one, we're going to look at twelve and fourteen. Twelve to fourteen. I'm sorry. Second Timothy one twelve. For the which cause, Paul says, I also suffer things these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know who I have believed and am persuaded 
that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Thirteen, hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. So, again, he is talking about the things in Timothy there that uh, that God has given unto us and committed us to do what was necessary to get it out. And so that's, uh, that was verse 20. So there's only one verse left in First Timothy. And let me get back over to it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. It says, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. So you see, everywhere Paul had went and everywhere he had been teaching this truth, they were others, especially he felt like after he left, that they would be others that would not keep this going, but they would turn back to the things that they felt was important to them. And so I'm going to read, well, I've already read that. Whom some professing have heard concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. So Paul is telling Timothy here, uh, wherever you are, they will be those professing or teaching uh, only speculation. They're only teaching things that they feel like they know. And it says, uh, speculating so-called have ear. They have swerved. And I think we all know what swerved is. that you got to get around some of this stuff. You can't, you can't go through it. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to dirty your mind with what others are saying concerning something that's not so. And so we have to swerve. We have to move over and go around this kind of stuff uh, concerning or as to the faith. Uh, of those that have missed the mark or missed the point. And then it says in the last uh, part of that verse, Grace be unto you. Amen. And there's one verse of Scripture goes with that. But let's see what the Koine Greek says here. Talking about it, it says, Which some professing the faith have missed the mark. Grace be with you. So that's that's pretty straightforward out of the coin egg Greek there. And then Jack's note says this. The last note he wrote on First Timothy. The definition of sin is missing the mark. 
They are those, however, who have claimed faith in Christ that were shooting into the air. It's like just it's blowing off something. Not only did these miss the mark, they were probably firing into an entirely different direction. Instead of faithing in Christ as the head, they were looking every which way to find something of a notion of a mystical, uh, chimerical Christ, of whom blessed words does not speak. And then the last thing in First Timothy that uh, Paul wanted Timoth- Timothy to know was Timothy, Second Timothy, two eighteen. So turn with me to Second Timothy two eighteen, and we'll close close the book on on that two. 18. Well, let's just go to 16 and we'll read 16 through 18. We know what study to show you, Seth, is. It says, But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as doth a canker of whom is Hymenius and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overcome the faith of some. But, but 19 says, Nevertheless, or remember this, Timothy, the foundation of God standeth sure, Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And that is a good verse of scripture to leave on in Timothy here. So we've been doing this study for well over three years, and so we've got down through First Timothy. And so there's only uh I'm gonna I'm gonna pass up on Second Timothy and I wanna go to the book of Titus next. And uh I'd like to read the introduction page to Titus and some of you may not have a companion Bible but for those who do, we want to look at the introductory notes. And then I want to read some to you a little bit about what I found out about Titus. And along with the notes here in the, in the Companion Bible. And it's hard to, it's hard to beat those because I really do enjoy these things, uh, at the beginning of each epistle or each, uh, uh, Letter that was sent to somebody or something, so we we can get we can get a lot of understanding. And there's not a whole lot here, but there's there's quite a little bit about Titus, and 
uh, kind of who he was and and how he associated with Paul and how he associated before with Luke some. Because, you know, Titus' name is not in Acts. You don't find it in Acts. And I thought that was kind of unusual. Because it seems like that, that Paul puts a lot of faith in Titus like he did in Timothy. But he put a lot of faith in other people. He put a lot of faith in Barnabas at one time. But where's Barnabas? We need to find out about that a little bit too. And where did Luke before Acts 16.10 when he says we, where did he get his information for the first for the first chapters of Acts. And the writers of the Companion Bible in their notes made a statement there that they thought that Titus told Luke to write to his friend and give him the information from the beginning of Acts until... We get to Acts 16 where, where Luke says we. Because Luke did write Acts. Okay, so where was he beforehand? You see, so if he only joined them at that point, then somewhere he didn't know everything that went on. Let's read, let's read the notes in the introductory notes. The Apostle Paul had no more highly esteemed fellow laborer than Titus. Yet his name is not mentioned in the Acts. It has been suggested that this is owing to his being the authority to whom Luke is indebted for various portions of the book of Acts. Up to Acts 16. Okay? A Gentile, Galatians two three, and possibly a native of Crete. This is this is Titus we're talking about now. The word Titus, mine own son after the common faith, it says in Titus one four, indicates that he was led to the truth by the apostle Paul himself. The two were companions in Antioch prior to the council assembled at Jerusalem, as recorded in Acts 15. For this is the council to which church he was apparently sent on two occasions. See Second Corinthians 8, 6, and chapters 2 and 7. From this epistle we learn that after Paul's release from the Roman prison, the two journeyed together and preached in in Crete, and it gives you this in, here in t- Titus in one five one eleven and one thirteen, where the apostle left him to set in order the things are wanting and ordain elders in every city. See it, 
It's kind of like Timothy all over again. But see, he did it before because Timothy didn't get involved there until the 16th chapter of Acts also. So 2 Timothy 4.10 talks about, gives you the name of, of Titus. And I've got it on the next page over here. And I'll just read it to you because it's already there. And it says, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. And he didn't change it very much. He says, Crescens to Galatia, and Titus unto Dalmatia. So, I don't know if they all loved the present world or went back to living some other way, because... Paul didn't change, he didn't change gears there when he wrote that verse of scripture. So I'll leave that up to you to make that determination. But, so, it seemed like there was a little falling away there in 2 Timothy too after Paul says, I'm ready to be offered. says, the apostles' affectionate regard for Titus is shown in 2 Corinthians 2.13 and 8.23. The epistle was one of the latest written by Paul probably at the end of A.D. 67. So you see, this was written probably just before second timothy i think we can i think we can look at that and say this i got three places that i want you to look at it under edge second timothy 410 that's where titus is mentioned there but let's go back to the book of galatians for a minute and uh, how much time i got left right okay Galatians, we're going to be all right because we can we can stop it at any place. But uh, I got I got some on to read you. Galatians two. Okay, I want to I want to start at one eighteen. Really, and it says then after three years, Paul says I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. But other of the apostles I saw none save James the Lord's brother. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and was unknown by face unto the churches in Judea which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preaches the faith which once he destroyed. So, you see his reputation. Paul's reputation had gone before him. Okay. But it said, and they glorified God in me. Now, then 14 years after, I went up again. So, here's another period of 14 years. 
to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also. Okay. Now here we, we've got Barnabas and Titus now. Okay. And I went up by revelation. So Paul was sent there by whatever way that God desired he go. He was sent there by God. Revelation. He, he got the word. Every how he got the word, he got it. And he said, and he communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but privately to them, which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or have run in vain. He said, but neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. Verse 4, And that because of false brethren unawares brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage, to whom we gave place, to whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But of these who seem to be somewhat, whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me, God accepted no man's person. For they who seem to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me. But contrarywise, they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter. For he that wrought effectually in Peter to the apostles of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And then, let's leave Galatians there because we've, we have made, made the subject matter known here that Titus was with Paul and Barnabas. So let's go to 2 Corinthians 6. Now, Titus was sent, I think, to the Corinthians also. And uh, let me go back to 2 Corinthians 6. I'm going to look at uh, I'm going to look at it's six eleven. Let's see. O ye, O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you; our heart is enlarged. You're not straightened in us, but you are. Straighten in your own bowels. Now for a recompense of the same, I speak as unto my children. Be ye also enlarged. But be ye not unequally yoked together 
with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? And what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For you the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and you separate, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and come not, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. And I won't read down through 7, 6. Having therefore the promise, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh, perfecting holiness in the fear of God, Receive us. We have wronged no man. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. I speak not this to condemn you, for I have said before that you are in our hearts to die and to live with you. Great is my boldness of speech toward you. Great is my glory of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceedingly joyful. In all tribulation. For when we were coming to Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, within were fears. Nevertheless, God that comforts those that are cast down, comfort us by the coming of Titus. So Titus is back. In Second Corinthians with Paul again, whether he had been left to watch things or not, that certainly was was what he did more. Okay. Now I had oh let's go back let's go back for a minute. To Acts 16. We talked about that a little bit a while ago. And I meant to put it in my notes there to read and I didn't do it. Uh, in Acts 16, I want to go back to 15 for a little ways. And I want to start at 1535. And it says, Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So the many others 
are not mentioned. But I think Titus was in that group. But Barnabas was certainly in that group. And John Mark was in that group. And I started there for a reason. So let's read on. And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. Well, Barnabas determined to take with him John, whose surname was Mark, and I think they were cousins, weren't they? In some places, yeah, they were. They said they were kin folks, cousins. Okay, so Barnabas said, "Well, if we're going to do that, I'm going to take John Mark along." But Paul thought it not good to take him with them who departed from them, from Pamphylia, and went not with them to the work, because. Before John Mark had left them on an island somewhere teaching and preaching, and he left and just walked off. And this contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed off into history. Now, that isn't what the Bible says, is it? And sailed into Cyprus. Isn't that the same place where Paul got shipwrecked? In that area? When he was going to Rome? It's in the same area. You don't see Barnabas' name anymore in Scripture. He sailed off into history. Nobody, nobody has said in Scripture what happened to Barnabas. But we do see Mark in 2 Timothy 4. So here, you know, is someone that's left. And so we don't know what happened to Barnabas. He just is not there anymore. And the notes mention that in in the companion Bible. Okay. And Paul chose Silas. So you see, when one left, another one took his place. And so when Barnabas left with Mark, then Paul chose Silas and departed being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Sicilia confirming the churches. There came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman which was a Jewish and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren which were at Lystra and Iconium. 
him would Paul have to go forth with him, and he took and he circumcised him. See, he didn't circumcise, he didn't circumcise Titus, but they did circumcise Timothy because of the Jews which were in those quarters, for they knew all, they all knew that his father was a Greek. So he, he wasn't. He wasn't a full Jew. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so the churches was established in faith and increased in numbers daily. So you see, even in Acts, just like Timothy, just just like Titus was chosen to do the work, Timothy was chosen to do the work, but you never see Titus's name in the book of Acts. It's just not there. And so here we are, you know. We've kind of laid the groundwork for getting into our next little study. And probably I've used about all my time, right? Uh, 9.17. Okay, well, that, I've run over some, so I'm going to give a little back. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll pick up with Titus in our next study and get started with there. But I wanted you to read you these things that you find in the notes in the introduction to these things because, man, if you ain't got a companion Bible to me, I don't know how you, I don't know how you get all this information. Because these men that did these notes in the companion Bible, Spent their lifetime doing it, and it's so not infallible, but it sure is. Helpful. Yeah, they 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 they're not. They have their problems, but still, uh, the King James version has its problems. Exactly. You you yeah. see that when we read out yeah. down from the Koine Greek every every week. You can't they, make the same translation for the same great word every yeah, time. Yeah, so <laughs> it. Yeah, it just, it just don't come out that way. So here we are. And, and I wanted to wet your whistle a little bit so that you would know that, uh, they say that Luke got the first 15 chapters of the book of Acts from Titus. He, he got most, most of his information from Titus. And evidently he thought it was the truth or he wouldn't have he wouldn't have put well, it. Well, you see what he says forward. at the beginning of uh, at the beginning of Acts. Beginning of Acts, yeah. Says, Haven't had perfect understanding. Yeah. The very beginning. But he, yeah, he was telling his friend, "I'm gonna tell you how it is." The apples. The apples. Yeah. And and so that's uh, that that's that's worth my nickel anyway. So. Uh, oh, and by the way. I got four nickels in the mail today. <laughs> so I've got three left if I give you one. So here we are. And thank you for uh, being with us down through all this uh, 
the study that we endeavored to start, and I didn't really know how long it was going to take, but it didn't really matter. But God has given me a... a I ain't going to say that I've had real good health all this time, but he, he's, uh, he's done... He's done pretty good because I had spent a good long while taking care of my wife with her ills. And I feel like that I still can get around. And I feel like that the reason that I'm still here is because I'm still trying to do the will of God in this place. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, therefore... We will continue on with it, but we'll, we'll skip over Second Timothy, but we'll go back to it and pick it up at the proper time and, and as we complete the study in Jacks, but we'll get that done. I don't know about doing, uh, what was it, Philemon? Hmm. Uh, the seed man done a good. Yeah. Good thing on that. So I don't see that I'd need to go back and, uh, I don't think there's anything I could add to, uh, to his copy of that, which you can find in the, where you, where you get these other studies from. So we'll, we'll let it, we'll let it work that way. And so we'll do second Timothy and then, I mean, uh, Titus and then, then do Second Timothy, I guess. So, thank you for the time that you spent with me for all these long uh, times and the hour, the hour things that you do. You know, when you look like at 162, have I done 162 hours? <laughs> yeah. Gee, it adds up quicker than you think it does. But it it does, <laughs> and and, uh, and I I I've been really kind of astounded at some of the things that I've come across that in doing this that I wouldn't probably wouldn't have picked up otherwise unless somebody else did a study in it. And I heard it. And so, uh, I hope that that so far that it's been helpful to you and that we, we together have understood a lot that we wouldn't have known otherwise, maybe. Because God's words that way. It's, you can go over it. And it's like, plowed ground. You plow it again, you find things you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. And so that that is truly the way it is. And it, it speaks of itself. And I like the way Jack did it in his book because he gives you the study helps in other in other epistles that tends to lead you back to whatever it is you're looking at at the minute. And so that's kind of like doing a puzzle and I'm a used to be a big puzzle guy I ain't been doing it lately but uh, you know when you get to looking for a piece 
in a puzzle if you got the outline and you're working on it. Well, I'm going to find this piece right here. And you get to looking, well, there might be several pieces that could be that one. And so that's kind of the way Scripture is. It's like a puzzle. And when you find the right one and you fit it in its place, then you've completed part of the picture that what that meant to show you. And so I look, I look at it kind of that way in my studies. So, and hopefully I can relate it, but a lot of times I can't. I've, uh, I never ever thought I'd sit before anyone or stand before anyone to try to teach anything, but I've done come to find out that I was chosen for something, so I guess that's it. God bless, God bless you, and thank you for your your precious time and love for all these years. Continue to pray for me that I'll do God's will.